Podcast Network Asia. She's back. Our favorite Dr. G from the world of the married is finally, finally back for another K-drama. Anyang mga K-drama pamangkin, Tuesday na naman. So, syempre, nagbabalik muli ang inyong K-drama tita with another K-drama review. Anda ka na ba? <laughs> and let me tell you, I am so excited, beyond excited for this K-drama na napag-uusapan natin in today's episode. The moment that it was announced that she accepted the role, that our Dr. G from the world of the merit is finally back in the small screen after three years and after the phenomenal hit of the K-drama, The World of the Married, which I'm sure, eh, napanood mo na, of course, eh, talagang inabangan ko na ang premiere nitong K-drama. I even set up one of those reminders. <laughs> Kasi diba, when you watch it, uh, when you watch a K-drama on Netflix, you have that option to remind yourself so you get a notification. I had that for this K-drama, which I typically don't do, but I had it for this K-drama. And nitong ang April 14, Netflix finally released the Netflix original series that stars Kim hee And it did not disappoint mga pamangkin. It did not. Kaya naman, pag-usapan na natin siya. Welcome to the K-Drama Review of Queen Maker. Now, as always, I will try to go over my thoughts about the K-drama without trying to ruin it for you. In case di mo pa siya I will tread very carefully. Lalo pa kalalabas lang din ng K-drama na ito. Pero ngayon pa lang magsasorry na ako. In case I un- unintentionally, you know, I unintentionally give out some spoilers to you know, in the discussion of pointing my thoughts. <laughs> but anyway, what is the Queen Maker all about? Ano nga ba yung kwento niya? So, Queen Maker is about Huang Duhi, played by Kim Hee, who on paper is the general manager of a strategic planning team for Yunsung Group. But to everyone's knowledge, she is a known fixer of issues or scandals related to the company or to the family behind the Yunsung group. She will do anything and everything for her employer. But an incident led her to sort of reevaluate her life and the choices she has made and officially broke off from the leash her employer has on her. And this eventually led her to join hands with a human rights lawyer, with the human rights lawyer Oh Kyung-sok, played by the equally amazing Moon Sori, who is also called as the rhinoceros, the character dito na si Oh Kyung-sok. She's also called as um, a ro- 
rhinoceros. I think that's how you pronounce it. Rhinoceros. Anyway, a rhino, kumbaga. Because she takes on human rights issues and her cases head on animal like crazy. <laughs> now, Huang Duhi is now faced with a challenge to turn this human rights lawyer slash rhino type of lawyer to the next mayor of Seoul. Thus, the very appropriate title of the K-drama, which is Queen Maker. Now, let me tell you why I said that this K-drama did not disappoint. Bakit nga ba worth it ang paghihintay ko sa K-drama na ito? Right off the bat, is number one reason ko talaga is the caliber. The caliber of the main, char- main actors and even the supporting actors. Another amazing performance for Kim Hee but... You're probably thinking, kasi nga, we're always comparing her to her last K-drama na napakaganda, napakataas ng rating. It is the highest rated cable TV show out in Korea. Diba? Siya din yung pinaka, pinag-usapan na K-drama back in 2020. So, you're probably thinking, is this is her performance in this K-drama better than in the world of the married? Honestly, no. And I don't really think that it's fair, okay? I don't think it's fair to be comparing her character in this K-drama in Queen Maker and that of in The World of the Married. It's like apple and bananas. Mas, mas bonga, of course, yung acting niya sa The World of Married kasi her character is going through a lot of emotions. Sugatang puso ang drama niya dun. Whereas here sa Queen Maker... Yes, meron siguro na mga heartbreaking scenes, but her character was built to be more composed. Her character's background is um background in dealing um shitstorm, sorry, excuse my language. Pero parang ganun. Um makes the viewer expect na okay, di agad-agad matitinag si Ate Girl. And that's actually what she gave us in this K-drama. So she played the character of someone na hindi kayang matinag, more in control of her emotions, compared to the world in, uh, of the married, na talaga namang uh, housewife, a, a mother, na diba? Ang daming nangyayari sa buhay niya, sa personal, sa karyer niya, diba? And yung mga yung friends niya and all that. Anyway, so yun. So, I don't think it's fair for us to be comparing. However, she did an amazing job as well in this. Hindi man kasing galing because again of the character restriction. But she was also still amazing in her performance in Queen Maker. Now, the two characters though that really took me by surprise and were really portrayed well, amazing are the characters of attorney Oh Kyung Sok, played by Moon Sorry, and Yoon Che Ryong, the youngest daughter of the CEO of Yoon Song, and CEO, sorry, siya pala din ang CEO ng Yoon Song Shopping Mall, play, played by Kim Se Byok. Now, before we get into them, um, let me talk about each of them, okay? Let's talk about Moonsori first. 
her performance as the crazy and headstrong human rights lawyer was really good in this K-drama. She was very charming politician in a way kasi yun yung pinoportray niya eh. and she was actually winning it i mean she was really um charming na if she really run for office i malamang binoto ko siya <laughs> kung ako ay nasa k-drama or itong k-drama ay totoong buhay malamang binoto ko siya kasi napaka charming niya which is why we also had that 2016 <laughs> real life scenario Kasi talagang ang mga characters na ganito, out of the box, hindi, hindi premium proper, it always is very entertaining. And as I have learned in this K-drama, politics is one part entertainment. <laughs> anyway, ayun na nga, napaka-evil ng laugh ko doon. But anyway, yun na yung um, masasabi ko sa kay Moon Cherry. Moon? Moon? Binigyan ko ng pangalan sa ating girl. Moon, sorry, sorry. Moon, sorry. <laughs> but I also love, okay, despite yung nga, na napaka-charming niya as a politician, um, nakakatawa siya, napaka-entertaining niya as a crazy um, human rights lawyer. Somehow, I also love that in some scenes, she can easily transform from being palaban, um, crazy, headstrong uh, lawyer to a loving wife a caring mom, um, a caring friend. Pala, ang bilis niya mag-transition and parang ang dalidang din na madala ka o, ng kanyang emotions. Yung bang, parang ang bilis kong madala, pag palaban siya, palaban din ako. Pero pag umiiyak siya, nasasaktan siya, nasasaktan din ako. Ganon. <laughs> she, along with Kim Hee, really raised a flag of the female, of the female led cast of this K-drama. Kaya talagang ang ganda, ang kan- ganda ng combination nila. It's a very um, entertaining, heartwarming, um, napaka-ganda ng portrayal ng mga characters nila. And yun nga, yung overall treatment between the um, sudden friendship between the two of them was really amazing as well. Yung journey from enemies to friends, tapos eto na nga. Basta, ayoko, pinipigilan ko magbigay ng spoiler, pero ang hirap. So, yun. So, yun na lang. So, yun yung masasabi ko. So, the journey between the two of them, from being enemies to friends to partners in this whole political journey was really amazing and very entertaining to watch. Yun. Yun yung masasabi ko na lang. Let me end with that bago ko pa mag-spoil ng tuluyan. Now, on to my favorite character. Surprisingly, my favorite character of the K-drama. The bad crazy Yoon Cheryong, played by Kim Sebyok. Now, this is my first time seeing her act. And I'm, again, not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right. I don't think I have ever pronounced any Korean names correctly, except for Hyunbin, because it's Hyunbin. Anyway... This is the first time I've seen her act, so I have no previous knowledge or I don't know pre- any previous work of her to compare. But she was definitely amazing in her performance as a controlled psychopath. Yes, psychopath. Psychopath talaga yung naisip ko sa kay ate mo, girl. As in, she's the epitome. <laughs> anyway, 
And let me warn you, okay? Let me warn, especially yung mga kapwa titos and titas ko dyan na may high blood, magtabi po kayo ng tubig habang nanonood ng first episode kasi manggigigil po talaga kayo sa kanya. Now, what surprised me the most when I was watching this K-drama and with her character, I have never been scared of any non-demon, non-ghost, non-monster character in a K-drama until she came along. Yung mata! Mga pamangkin, yung mata ni ate mo, girl, kapag pumipitik na siya, talagang nag-iiba. Parang, ay, teka lang. Tapos nagta-transform siya sa napaka-simpleng act niya ng pag, ano, ng mata niya. Hindi ko alam kung what she, what, I don't know what she's doing with her eyes, but the moment na pumitik siya, tapos nag-iba na yung mata niya, oh my God. <laughs> parang gusto kong ano, parang gusto kong magtago. <laughs> So parang di naman horror itong K-drama na ito pero bigla kong kinakabahan tuwing may eksena siya. Hindi ko alam kung bakit. And if napanood mo na itong Queen Maker, please let me know kung ako lang ba ito or kayo din ay nakaramdam ng takot. <laughs> Suddenly natakot tayo sa isang K-drama character. Iba, iba yung ano ni Ate Girl, yung performance niya dito. Parang true to life na yung pagiging baliw ni Anyway, napakaganda. Napakagaling ng performance niya. I don't know if she has any character um characters portrayed before in any other K-drama that she was better, but she was amazing in this K-drama. She is not the main character. She is just one of the supporting characters, but trust me, when you watch the K-drama, your attention makukuha nitong babaeng ito. Kasi talagang ay nakakaloka siya. Anyway, Anyway, those three are just some of the amazing actors in this K-drama. Magagaling din ang iba pang supporting characters. At nakahanap na naman po ang malandinyong tita ng bagong Ajushi. Or should I say, uh, Juicy. <laughs> Sorry, nakita ko yun sa isang K-drama site eh. Uh, juicy. Yung mga naglalabas ang mga, mga uh, opa or Ajushi nga. Na basta, ang popogi. Anyway. Anyway, so yun na nga, may nahanap na naman po ang inyong tita sa, kara, or sa actor na si Ryu So Young, which I, again, I apologize for butchering your name, but si um, Ryu, Ryu So Young plays the um, main villain dito na si Big Jamin. And masabi ko lang, gumagawa po itong si Kuya nyo gumagawa po lalo habang tumatanda ang tito nyo. Hindi ko alam kung anong meron siya, pero napanood ko na ang ibang K-dramas niya before, pero dito talaga parang, oy si kuya mo. Ah, juicy nga talaga. <laughs> anyway, so yun na, tama na yung kalandian ko. Now, another reason why I like the K-drama is the writing of it, of course. One thing that was not in this K-drama, not in this K-drama that I love is the love line. Thank God, walang love line. Now, I love romance, okay? Don't get me wrong. It is one of my top genre, my go-to genre actually. But I find that whenever romance or a love line is added to a series like this, na more of a political drama, it's always a hit or miss. And most of the time, nakaka-distract lang. Kasi 
ang tindi na ng utakan or battle of the wits and strategies between the main character and villain tapos biglang maglalandian. Minsan hindi pa sila hindi pa yung main villain, main characters yung naglalandian, mga supporting pa. So, bababa ngayon yung emotions mo. Tapos buti sana kung ma-maintain ng kilig. Madalas din kasi napapabayaan or minamadali na sa dulo kasi nga ang main focus niya is yung drama, yung battle of the wits between the main character and the villain. And I remember so many K-dramas na ganun na napapa-eyeroll ka na lang talaga once ibabalik, ibabalik nila yung pilit na kilig-kiligan. Oh God. But thank God walang nangyaring ganun dito sa Queen Maker. For a minute, I thought there was something between a few characters in the series. And yun nga, sa, I was kind of sa, parang wish ko na wala. Pero yun nga, thankfully, hindi na progress. So it remained true to its plot, which is about an image maker, a PR genius, a queen maker. Now, the K-drama is 11 episodes, which at first I thought is such an odd number. But honestly, it was just a perfect number. Because I imagined if it was only 10 um, then I think di may iwasan that at some point feel na mga viewers that things are being rushed. And I also imagine if it was like the most common type of or most common number of episodes like 12 or 16 parang feeling ko medyo magiging dragging or siguro yan na yung papasukan nila ng mga love line na pangpahaba ng eksena. So, the 11 episode packed with pasabog after pasabog is just perfect for me. It keeps you entertained and wanting for more and at the same time Yung nga, hindi ka nabubor. Walang, walang gap, walang lost na uh, parang hindi bumaba yung energy mo. Until, yung nga, you want more and more until hindi mo na-realize, ay, nasa last episode ka na pala. Episode 11 na pala. I also love the twist and surprise connections of some of the characters in the story. At dahil nga labanan ito ng mga strategies, Bawat eksena nakaabang ka sa next move ng mga bida at ng mga kalaban. Definitely exciting to watch and natuto ako ng little PR moves sa K-drama na ito. And it is also again an eye-opener kung gaano kadumi ang mundo ng politika. Now, if you ask me, was it a perfect or, or well-written K-drama? Not really. I felt that there were some scenes or subplots that could have been improved or um, elaborated, like yung story arc between the villains na sina Bek, Jamin, uh, Jamin, basta, yun na, and si Carl yun. It was actually interesting. And I just felt that I was left hanging after learning about their correct connection. So parang, ay, it could have been better, parang ganun. As for the cinematography and editing, it was the usual K-drama treatment. Beautiful camera angles, lightings that heightens the emotions in a scene, framing na napakaganda din, pero isa na naman pong sa mga nakakuha ng aking attention is the fashion. <laughs> the fashion, the outfits worn by Kim Hee A in this K-drama are sort of like straight from a fashion magazine. Ang gaganda, 
Um, there are some weird pieces which I'm for sure to those na may mata sa fashion would be really amazing. Pero sa akin ang weird talaga. Pero Kim Hee was able to pull them off. Like, kung hindi ka talaga maganda, hindi mo mapupull off yung iba sa mga outfitan niya dito. Like, kung ako magsuot nun, baka imbutido yung itsura ko. Pero kay Kim Hee fashion. Ang ganda. Now, on to the next part of this discussion and what i'm going to say may be uncomfortable for most of you so and may also be controversial but that's that's one thing about being a tita um once you become a tita you realize na as long as you're not hurting anyone and not doing illegal then dead man na lang talaga sasabihin ng iba so i'm gonna say it <laughs> so while watching the K-drama and the battle between attorney Oh Kyung-sok, a human rights lawyer, and this announcer turned son-in-law to a conglomerate heir, na si Baek Jamin, I cannot help but see the similarities from a real-life election that just happened a little over a year ago. Clue. Oh Yung Sok's campaign caller before being invited by a political party in this K-drama was pink. And hulaan nyo kung anong kulay ng kalaban. Blue. Etos. <laughs> Panoorin nyo na lang para malaman nyo. Anyway. So, yun na nga. The parallelisms is so in your face. Kaya di ko talaga mapigilan na di mag-comment. And again, being a tita, dead ma. <laughs> Ted, masasasabihin nyo. Sige, cancel nyo. Go. Wala ko nang pake. Anyway, for example, okay. For example, the parallelism. So, the headquarters of the team of Ong Kyung Sok in this K-drama is a typical campaign headquarters na puno ng mga volunteers. Pero yung sa kalaban, yung headquarters nila ay puno ng mga workers people that are paid to do a job and their job their main job is to disseminate disseminate what yes fake news <laughs> oh the fake news and the photoshop pictures in this k-drama as a form of a smear campaign ah, it's giving me flashbacks and towards the end of their campaign period, nung parang talunan na yung kalaban kasi unti-unti nang lumalabas ang baho niya, ang last panghakot niya is he promised na once maging mayor siya ay bibigyan niya ang people of Seoul shares to the conglomerate's profit for the, their big mall na tinatayo. Reminds you of a certain Golden Promise. <laughs> Pero dahil ito ay K-drama, hindi nagwagi ang kalaban. The people saw him for what he truly is, a heartless monster who is whose only goal is to be in power and use that for his own personal gains. A monster that is willing to sacrifice others to win. But that is K-drama. Dito yan sa K-drama na yan. And I'm sorry to bring out that spoiler, pero I mean, it's a K-drama, so you expect that the good will win, right? 
So overall, if I'm going to rate Queen Maker from a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, I will give it a 9.1. A binge-worthy series that not only entertains you, but also again opens your eyes to the dirty world of politics and how we as voters should be careful on who we are voting for. Because just like in the K-drama, sometimes it's a wolf dressed as a dressed in a sheep clothing made by their king or in this case queen maker all 11 episodes of queen maker is now available on netflix and if you have seen the k-drama let me know your thoughts through any of my social media accounts and kung gusto mong akong awayin go <laughs> open ang aking social media accounts pag-usap tayo awayin mo ako do whatever you want to do that is at anyong tita on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and until the next tuesday good night kids i love you Bruno mars Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast, hit the notification bell, and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita. Anyong tita!